This Age of Radio podcast is brought to you by The Bazaar. The Bazaar is the Age of Radio affiliate store, and right now, The Bazaar has a special offer on The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by the world's greatest professors. You'll always find something fascinating to learn about. With categories ranging from history to travel and everything in between, there's something for everyone. If you go to ageofradio.org forward slash dark windows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus free for 14 days. Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a range of topics. I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. We want to start out by saying a special thank you to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Studio offers some of the best quality sound and best-built headphones on the market without the outrageous prices that other brands offer. They offer a variety of different styles, including over-the-ear, wired earbuds, and completely wireless Bluetooth buds. The two newest models are the Klar, which are over-the-ear noise-canceling headphones that offer 30 hours of playtime. Hold on. 30 hours continuous playtime without being recharged. And the Tolve, which are totally wireless Bluetooth earbuds, that offer seven hours of playtime in a case that holds four additional charges for the buds. So check out studio.com where you will find some of the best quality headphones and earbuds on the market. And if you enter Dark Windows 15 at checkout, they will take 15% off your entire order. Hello, folks. How are we all doing? How are you doing today, Internet? How, uh, how's everybody doing? How are you guys doing? How's your weeks? I'd be good if you knew how to start the show, you son of a bitch. It was good, though. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was survivable, thankfully. Yeah, it was manageable. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Did some work. Not a bunch, but I did some work, yeah. I did I did work. Yeah. Did some work. Did some moving. Moving stuff into storage. Nice. Did you move your storage into stuff, though? Yeah, actually, I did. Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> it was like, wow, this is a weird paradox. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> so, speaking of paradoxes. Wow. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo. So, Seth, you Yo. got some stuff you wanted to talk about quick. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know if anybody else is into painting miniatures like I am, and they have the difficulty of finding that this small detail is really a pain in the ass to deal with and trying to get it at the right angle and the right little little spot to get that one final little detail, and they can't figure out how to do it. Well, you know what? Head on over to GameMV.net. Home of Game Envy Creations, the Hobby Holder is there. What the Hobby Holder is is a two-in-one handle and base combination unit or tool, however you want to see it. And it comes in a variety of different colors and allows you to get 360-degree rotation on that miniature without ever having to touch the miniature. So that means all that fresh hard work you just did, you don't have to worry about it. The actual Hobby Holder takes all the brunt of your fingeredness. 
fingernails. Stick with it. And no no oils. No oils. There you cause, go. Because sometimes that will eat away the paints. If you're not into hobby holder but you want a brush bashing or paint puck or brush beam to hold your wet brushes while you're still working on them, they have them there too. Put all that fun stuff into the checkout cart. You put in the promo code BROADSTONE at checkout, and you'll save yourself 10% off the entire order. Sweet. Boom! All right, now what are we talking about, kids? Yeah, no. uh, yeah. take the lead on this one. This was yours, man. Uh, yeah, not mine. I did. All right, kids, what are we talking about tonight? Yeah, this week we're going to just talk about uh, the wacky wild side of the cult world. Last time we dove into the deep end of a cult, we talked about the Order of the Solar Temple. Who are fucking like D&D power nerds. Yeah, those guys are crazy as shit. Yeah, we, we all loved them, didn't we? Oh yeah, they were a fucking hoot. Negative. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if this one can top that wacky group, but... Uh, that's that's pretty steep competition. Yeah, uh, yeah, because there were some deaths in that one. Where this one, not so much. No. Well, let, let me ask you this: uh, it's probably a spoiler alert. Do these guys have a magic sword? No, no, no. <laughs> Solar Temple had a magic sword. Yeah, yeah, no, allegedly magic sword. And they didn't have what uh, suicide three hundred people that just. Yeah, this committed suicide. Yeah, yeah there's about peace, like love, and harmony, and like making good food, in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? well, without further delay, this week, that group that we're going to discuss is called the Twelve Tribes. They are an international group that has sex in Germany, France, South America, Australia, Canada, and obviously the United States. Obviously, obviously. Uh, to be more specific with the United States, they have groups in Tennessee, Georgia, and in the Northeast. The Northeast groups that I could find were in New York and Vermont. I couldn't really find anything anywhere, any other place. Um, the Vermont's groups were located in – one was actually located in Rutland, just 12 minutes away from where we are sitting right now. Five minutes away from my house. Yeah, I mean, that's, we all work there. <laughs> not not at the deli in Rutland. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I've got food from them. I've worked in the deli, <laughs> but not – You worked on the deli, not in the deli. You you were an outside – Yeah. Contra- you were an outside contractor contracted to do work. In the deli. Let's Boom. get legal about it. There we go. <laughs> that's why you pay. Allegedly. That's why yes. we pay you the big bucks. Allegedly. Hey, somebody's got to, right? And there, there was two other um, factions, I, I could say, for this group that are in Vermont. I did not know about. I don't know if you guys do or not, but they're, one of them is in uh, Bells Falls, which is south of us by, I don't know. Uh, 45 minutes, maybe. Fellows balls. And the other one <laughs> is 45 minutes north of us in Middlebury. Hmm. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about I knew about the Rolling one, but I didn't know about the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, there was one. There is actually another one that uh, I, I'll discuss in a little bit more detail uh, a little later on. Mm-hmm. But the other one is was actually up in uh, the Northeast Kingdom in... I'm not really sure if technically the town was is Island Pond or if it's uh, Wenlock. Not quite sure. 
up in the neck. But I've been past the road. I've never heard of any of those towns. Yeah. I've, I've been to a couple there's of them. Like, there's like fucking 100 people between the three of them. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> sounds like my hometown, population 30. Dude, it's fucking podunk as fuck up there. Yeah, it's pretty far up there. I used to um, just go up there to kill bugs and shit, too, and there's like fucking <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Easy paycheck. Yeah. So this group started off as a Bible study group in 1972. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. In Chattanooga, Tennessee. Whoa. Hey, shit. we know some people down there, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I got some family down in that oh, neck of shit. the woods. I do, too. We're going to talk about them after the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got that covered. Don't worry. That's right. Uh, they were formed by a man named Gene Spriggs and his w- fourth wife, Marsha. Jesus. Gene was a former teacher and guidance counselor, and I'm not quite sure what Marsha did. I already don't like this guy. Mm-hmm. Guidance counselors always fucking pissed me off in high school. Mine but- actually was kind of cool. They gave me candy, and they never really told me that was a good about too much. And I was like, you know what? I'm not mad at this. Keep giving me candy. My guidance counselor told me that if I didn't go to college, I wasn't going to do anything with my life. And here I am in my own house doing a fucking podcast. Yeah, and I went to she college. Can and suck it. <laughs> I went to college, and then eh, whatever. My guidance counselor cried in front of me, and I was like, "Don't need to know this. <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> You're a fucking professional. Do your job." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Why are you crying? I'm not your counselor. God damn it." <laughs> How like, you're an adult. Stop crying. Yeah, I just smack. talked about drugs with mine. Oh. I used to do that with my uh, art teacher. <laughs> That's uh, a different story, though. Yeah, we'll cover that in a different time. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so, like I said, Bible study group, and they were gathered in his living room at his house, obviously. Right. Um, And the whole thing began during the heyday of the Jesus movement, uh, which was the adherence, like, kind of like the movement that adhered to the view that Jesus was a counterculture hero. It, this would have been the same era where the term Jesus freak came from, where you had the people that were hippies that had gone, eh, we've kind of grown out of this, and they still wanted that. They still felt they had something missing, so they became very religious. Or they, so, were, or they really weren't, you know, that much. They were still hippies, but they... You know, found Jesus. It's yeah. so interesting that there's that weird switch in dichotomy that they go from one side, which we'll get in peace, love, and harmony, and then you go to the other side, which is Jesus loves us and peace, love, and harmony, but with a secular person guiding us rather than right. us just working together as a community. Yeah. Really, you know. Interesting. Really weird. Can't judge it. Won't judge it, but it is what it is. Uh, the couple recruited heavily outside of local schools and youth hangouts. Uh, Spriggs gave formal inf- uh, informal Bible lectures at his li- in his living room and held audiences uh, rapture for hours. He was a good talker. Okay. Yeah, dude, he used a lot of those big words. Which, Makes you know, sense, yeah. Knew how to I talk mean, to people really if well. You, oh, if yeah. you can hold people's attention for hours at a time... You are a good speaker. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, we hold people's attention for an hour a week. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> being a former teacher and guidance counselor. Yeah, he knew how to talk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of one of those he things. He knew the hip lingo. More importantly, he knew, to, knew how to tell people what they wanted to hear. Ex- I was, <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. I was actually going to say he knew what he knew what they wanted to hear, and he told them it. 
Now, was it what they wanted to hear or what they needed to hear, you think? Could have been maybe a little, both? You know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Could be. You know, maybe both. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, some of them were runaways. Uh, some were drug addicts. And right. They were just seeking uh, enlightenment. Well, not only that, they're also probably searching for a connection with somebody because a lot of times runaways leave because they have troubled home life or something's not going the way they think it should or want it to be. Yep. So they're just looking for a connection with somebody to give them the time and opportunity. Drug addicts, man, they'll go wherever they can go that they can find a place to crash. And if they hear some words, a lot of times it'll change. There's a lot of reform, you know, that become a born-again Christian or whatever it is. And it's just they're looking for some sort of salvation, whether not just to save their soul, but something to kind of give them their life a sense of purpose after being at the bottom of the barrel for so long. Yeah. So with that growing uh, of of this group, they invited them to move in. These you know troubled youths and troubled youths. Yeah, those troubled youths. <laughs> And they, <laughs> <laughs> fucking love that movie. And they, well, decided that, man, this has grown, you know, to the point of, well, we can't support it ourselves. We have to do something to to make the group support itself. Right. Understandable. So It's a lot of money to be, like supporting all these people and not getting anything you know back in return Mm -hmm. yeah you're you're pissing all your money away to help these people and they're not doing it they're and then you're kind of just being left out to dry because now you're don't might not have enough money to support your own family yeah so a year after uh the group kind of began as the bible a bible study group he spriggs decided that well it's got to make its own money it's got to support itself I'm going to open up something. I'm going to open up a restaurant. And I'm going to call it the Yellow Deli. Understandable. Restaurants, a lot of times, like typically now, there's a lot of celebrity chefs that will uh, grab people that are coming out of prison or jail that like have no job skills in any other field or can't get a job in any other field. So what they do is they bring them in there. Because from my own personal experience with working in a restaurant, They'll hire anybody. Yes, like, they will. They'll bring in anybody that was willing to work as just a warm body to do a like a job and just you know what? If it works, it works. Yeah. And to as the you know, to have labor for this this uh corporate business to make it work, they decided to have the members of the group be the staff. That makes sense. Yeah. And well, in exchange for their work, they got to have room and board. You know, yeah. you know it's a fair trade. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're supporting these people by letting them stay in your house, then at least, you know. And, and, you know, while kind of typing this in to my computer and actually, you know, just doing the research, I just had this one, you know, thing come into mind. It was from uh, Span by the name of the uh, Caged Elephants. And it was from their song, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. Uh, the the like little line from it was, nothing in the world is free. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Makes sense, you know, yeah. Because everybody... And, free to make free. Yeah. I mean, not, not, you know, you can't... You have to pay for, You have to pay your way through you know, for something, no matter what you do. So, you know, you got you to gotta do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And... He kind of tried to set the 
the tone for to set it apart and actually draw people in off the streets. So what he did was he made the uh, booths a out of reclaimed uh, wood so that the you know, people would be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. That's different. It's not the standard, you know, seating that we would see in a – Like the, a our, friendlies or something where it's like – Yeah, or at your local, you know, uh, five and dime – yeah, yeah your little diner or whatever. Yeah, your little diner. The, I'm not going like to lie. The, the I think vinyl that's, covered, like, shitty seats, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think that's kind of cool for me. Absolutely. Um, I know we're going to talk about it later, but the one in town, I personally like it because it's an old tree that they literally cut down and polished up and stained and did all this cool work to it, and it literally looks like you're sitting in part of a tree. That's pretty yeah. fucking Yeah, bad. dude, I think it's awesome, Like, and it's kind of just makes you feel a little bit more relaxed, like, mm-hmm. like for me personally. Yeah, I you know it's that whole getting back to nature thing. Yeah, and I think that's what they are trying to go for. Um, he he went even further um, by offering natural foods. You know, the people got to eat, eat healthy. Yeah, promote e- eating healthy, clean body, clean living. It's like the whole what is it veganism and vegetarian no, thing of like not eating processed foods and all that stuff, and it's. If you eat cleaner food, your body will start to reject all those negative toxins and whatever, and thus you'll have cleaner energy and your body will work a lot cleaner, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the little twist to this is when it comes to the menus. The They delivered a little subtle come on message that said – that says – we serve the fruit of the spirit. And then below it, hmm. it says, why not ask? I, so. it's, uh, that's a fucking, that's a good hook. Because <laughs> you're going to go, wait a minute, what the fuck's this? Is yeah. this, uh, is this like your house dressing? Is it a vinaigrette? Is it creamy? Uh, I'm curious. Can you bring me a small sample of it? <laughs> mm. Come out with a red pill and a blue pill. Oh, uh, no, I don't want any drugs, but I just wanted oh. some salad dressing. No, it's either the truth or go back to living your life of nor- quote-unquote normalcy. Which one has salad dressing in it? <laughs> Not quite uh, The sure. blue pill, because okay, you're well, going back to normalcy. We'll, we'll Red take, pill means you wake up and you're eating porridge. Uh, we'll, take the, mm. we'll take the other one, though. Yeah. All right. Because tasty cakes taste like, I don't know. Uh, they're anyway. not good for you, but they're fucking fantastic. <laughs> Let's not lie. So it wasn't until after Spriggs had opened six of the the delis that he decided that the group needed to actually have a a name, and he named it the Vine Christian Community Church. Hmm. Okay. Now, by this time, his followers considered him a modern-day apostle, which is— That's a little weird. Yeah. yeah it's kind that's of— a, That's a little— Hmm. I'm the new Messiah. No, you're not. You're just a guy who yeah. knows how to make some food and grow some stuff to make more food. Nice to meet you. My name's David. <laughs> Crash. I know. That's why I was giving you a look of like, I'm not taking anything from you. No. One of his uh, former followers, Joe Allen Griffin, said, quote, his teachings were considered fresh revelations of God, or from God, which is... Well... Anybody can, you know, take what was already there 
and then change it around a little bit yeah, just and not it. sound like it's typical white bread stuff and now it's a little bit different. Mm. Hell, my favorite thing to do is when you find people of the same church or even the same religion, ask them questions about what their views on things and everybody's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz I mean, you it's all about a matter of opinion and how you can convey it. Like it's philosophy. It's you come up with an idea and you defend it and you talk about it in a way that sounds convincing. If there's one person you don't want to plagiarize, it's God. So, you know, make it up yourself. Oh, I was. <laughs> you don't want to plagiarize Joe Rogan either. No, because he will fucking Carlos Mencia your ass. Yeah. Oh, right on stage. Fuck Boy. yeah. Uh, Sprig told his followers that God wanted them to cut themselves off. Good thing you finished that sentence. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Okay. Holy okay. shit! This guy. Dark, I was this like, guy really he wants him to cut, and I was like, "That's like one of those weird uh, William Shatner pauses." He wants him to cut himself God, off. God wants you to William cut Shatner. yourself off. What? <laughs> off. Oh shit! Sorry. I hadn't even completed Ooh. it. Spriggs told his followers that he wanted them to cut themselves off completely from the modern society. I, I can understand that because if a lot of them are recovering addicts. You don't want to watch anything because if there's sex, drugs, and rock and roll on TV, it's going to make them want to revert back to that life. Yep. And if there's a runaway and you have your digs in them, you kind of don't want them to see anything and what's going on there because then you can fill them full of all the information you want. You want to cut them off because there's a lot of like craziness and there's chaos out there and there's fire, brimstone, where if you stay with us, you're safe. You know you're mm-hmm. secure. We have food. We have shelter. We have water. You out there, you're going to be all by yourself again. Most, most importantly, we have each other. Yeah, exactly. Where and if you watch all the TV, it's just all rotting your brain. And, you know, we're trying to live a clean life. And we don't want those like magic those magic fields getting into our brain and rotting us. Anyway, I won't go down and, that path anymore. And, I can do a whole cult leader thing. And to, uh, to branch off from where you're going, if you cut people off from modern society, they become a lot easier to control. Exactly. Lambs so, to the slaughter. In addition to television like Seth said he also wanted them to cut off radio books all forms of media that embodied secular culture any form of media uh, these ideas were very extreme notions for the time yeah uh, he, yeah dude that's kind of especially because this is what started the technology boom of you know we had radio going strong newspaper obviously was huge television was was starting to grow yeah it was growing you want you want to try you want to Try doing that nowadays and see what happens. Yeah. People will go fucking crazy. Well, prime example. Maybe they won't, though. Look at a, a lot of like a times when one of us is talking, the other one's looking at a screen, whether it be on a phone, computer, whatever. Or when you're with your significant other and you have that five minutes of downtime, you go sit in the potty, you're like, oh, I finally have time to relax. Instead of reading a book or looking at the paper or solving a word search or whatever, you're on your phone. Yep. Like Google Box is the new best friend or social media. That's exactly. So. <laughs> That's very yeah. accurate. So he would preach friendship with the world is enmity with God. And enmity means the state of feeling of being actively opposed or hostile to something or some someone or something. Oh, so if you go against them, you're pretty much going against mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You know, uh, understandable. Like this was during what? During the high cult movement of whatever. Yeah. Where there's a lot of like cults and like little yep. subgroups popping up left, right, and center. This would have been right around when uh, Jim Jones's People's Temple was starting to really pick up. This was less than a decade after the Manson shit had happened. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, saying stuff like that would make sense because if you're going against God, then you know what? Then you're against us and you don't want to be against us. You want to be with us. So, 
you know, and, and a lot of people wonder why we had a satanic panic in the 80s is because people that were having kids in the 80s grew up during this shit. Yeah. And they were afraid of everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of that that was just the tip of the iceberg to beginning of this is basically a cult. Now, it goes even further because the members were required to donate all their possessions to the group. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Their homes. Yep. Cars. Money. Well, you don't in, need that if you have already got yeah. everything we have, everything exactly. you need. In, ex- in exchange, Spriggs told them f- that it was for internal salvation. <laughs> God, I love that. That's always the the cover. Now, when concerned relatives raised objections, Springs Spriggs told his followers to cut them off. Too. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So. Just fucking snowballing right downhill into being a cult here. And several parents actually hired cult deprogrammers to forcibly extract their children from the church with limited success. That's got to be a hard job, though, you know, to, to go in and go, listen. You have to re, re-educate them, in a sense? You have to rewire a human brain. You have to go, listen, all this stuff they're telling you is bullshit. No, no, it's not. They wouldn't lie to me. Yes, they would. You know, I. that's a fucking rough job. Yeah. Like, I have personal experience on this aspect of things of where having somebody who you were really like little backstory. When I was in college, I had a buddy that I used to party with all the time and he went much deeper than I did in the drug world and the partying phase. And then one time he went into the one that's in town, the Rutland one. And something happened. Like they told him, they talked to him about some stuff and he started seeing the way things were going. And in the course of a couple months of him just going there, hanging out, he ended up dropping out of school, quit doing drugs, uh, pretty much moved in with them and became one of their main cooks. But it's like, it's a weird fact, like weird thing because last time I saw him, he was sober, he was married, he had a kid, he said he was happy. So it's like, I kind of want to feel happy for him, but in the same breath, it's like, well, as long as you're happy, I guess that's all I can say. Exactly. Because in the grand scheme of things, it kind of sucks, but... If he didn't go there or whatever or find some sort of rehab, I don't even know if he would be alive today. Yeah, they 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 probably saved his life. Yeah, and when people, you know, their lives get saved or a situation like that, they have no problem giving up everything because these are all negative vices or these yep. are vices that are tied to that negativity of their life. So it's like, why would you want to keep this product or keep this one thing? Because this is tied to your old life. Mm. we're your new life. We're a part of your life now. And you want to be living clean and happy. We're, aren't you happy right now? So why not get rid of that? And then just join in with us for the rest of the way. Here's, here's another way to think about it. They saved, my, they, they saved my life. Why do I need to, you know, hold on, let me rephrase that. They saved my life. Why do I need anything other than my life? Exactly. So take what I have. Well, for him, all he had was bongs, pipes, and you know, <laughs> no, that's not even kidding. Like, he came from a very troubled family. He didn't have much. Like, his school was pretty much off of scholarships. Right. And he was reverting back to the bad, like, upbringing of, with his family of drugs and alcohol. So for him to get rid of this was one of those things where it was kind of a needed sacrifice for him to get rid of this stuff for him to actually have a future in life. Okay. Yeah, I, I see that. So it, it's, it's an interesting thing of... You think about it as, and it is kind of an interesting thing, and it's like in our brains, it's like we collect things, and it's negative of like, no, I don't want to get rid of it. Why should I have to get rid of this? 
But if it means that some people's lives will improve, then, you know, maybe it is a fair trade. Good point. So I'm not, you know, poor pro against this or whatever, because as long as like they're happy, I guess that's all you can do. But it's again, it's against, you know, that norm. All right, I'm sorry. That's a fair enough point. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, could go. I could go on like much more about this, but I want to hear more about this before I really kind of formulate a full opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's I. I you kind of said you know that you you kind of came out a different aspect from me because we were talking previous. Yeah. And uh, you know, we'll get into some of the areas a little bit later. About, Absolutely. Of, yeah, we'll have our discussion then. Of my, I guess, disdain. Yeah. Or you know. For this said group. Exactly. Um, Have an open, clear line of communication. Yeah. And, and, and then the listeners of, can formulate their own. And it kind of exactly. – some, some of the stuff really touches, like, really home for me. Yeah. And so that's kind of, you know – so it's just it's just rough. Understandable. But anyway, so with all that said, they, you know, they cut themselves off. Families trying to get their kids out of this lifestyle because – they can they're not being able to communicate or do anything yeah. with them and you know that's kind of you know it, it's rough it's, on a family that's you know on, on the families of that day where they were hey everything is about family yeah you know and when you're looking at it from the outside you get a different perspective to go this shit's weird you just don't see it because you're so deep into it mm-hmm. well yeah blind you know when you're blind the rose colored glasses situation exactly of when people that are in a tumultuous uh, relationship where things are at their worst and you try to tell them, hey, you shouldn't be with this person or, hey, you shouldn't be a part of this anymore because this is really negative affecting you. And like, no, everything's fine. You're just jealous of where I'm at. Yep. Who hasn't had a friend, a family member or someone they're close to be with somebody or in a situation that they know is toxic and oh, they just don't want to get out of it? I personally know that. <laughs> and. So you try your best, and for them, it's like, no, everything's perfect. Like, I'm yeah. fine. I'm happy. And as an outsider, you're like, no, it's you're a totally different person. I've actually been in that situation where both of you guys have looked at me and gone, you're fucking stupid. Get out of this. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then you go, oh, wait. Shit, they're right. I need to get away from this person because it's not good. Always listen to the Church of the Ginger. Yes. <laughs> Well, Church of Ginger Christ of Saturday, <laughs> Saturday Saints. Well, Saturday Saints. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly do shit on. Never mind. I'm gonna start my own call. Who wants to join me? I don't roll on shots, I mean, Donnie. You should know this. Who, want, who wants to join me in an epic, amazing movement of love, peace, prosperity, and rock and roll and cookies? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, continue on, please. <laughs> I'm down to get baked goods, man. So, besieged by bad press and, like we said, the desperate parents or relatives, Spriggs decided, all right, I enough of this shit. <laughs> enough is enough, and Enough's it's time enough. for a change. I he want decided, these parents locked in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> he decided to pull out of the Bible Belt altogether and relocate to a very remote place of... Vermont. Oh, okay, because it's like, how remote are we going? I'm like, Alaska? No, no. He just went north, <laughs> east, to Vermont, to, I think it's Island Pond, like I had said, but I think it might be uh, Wenlock. I'm not quite sure. Doesn't matter. It's way the fuck up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's up Up far. and to the right. So 200 of his followers joined him. 
And among them was a guy named David Jones, who was an elder in the group, defended Spriggs in the times. Understandable. Usually the elders would, like, you know, defend everything because they've been in there the longest. They believe in everything. You know, totally makes sense. Company man. Yeah. Yes, man. He and his wife, Patricia, and their infant child, uh, Tamar, did join um, Spriggs and his wife up there. And... The reason why Jones was defending them was because the Chattanooga Times published interviews with disenchanted former members, and there was a quote that was given to them that said, quote, We worked 16 to 18 hours a day, six days a week, until we were so tired we couldn't think. The Times also stated from those same interviews that those questioned the leadership um, were told their doubts were from, quote, Satan. <laughs> now, was it just the people working or was it also uh, the leader guy and his family? Were they working as well or is it just they were sitting up on their little church stool just popping up and like, don't worry, guys, you got you got this. You You're got doing this. great. <laughs> You're doing great as they're sipping their sweet tea of deliciousness. I don't oh, okay. know. Right. Outsider now, looking in. No, wait. is Just getting a quote from uh, a paper that... And, you know, got was like, hey, we need something juicy. Let's go get no, uh, sensationalism franchise, you know, people and to get like a real story on this. Maybe they're telling the truth. Maybe they did work 16, 18 hours a day, six days a week. You know, that's who hasn't done that in their lifetime. Yeah. Now, let, let me ask you this. I'm not sure if it's relevant or not. The one in Rutland, is it open 24 hours a day? Because nope. I thought there was a. Yes. No, it is. Not- well, this. The, the hostel is. The hostel, the hostel is, is. But, okay. that, but a lot of people who are hiking or whatever go and stay there because it's as a hostel. It's like mm-hmm. a just a regular place to sleep. Okay. No, you I, can go there right now and like we can walk in there. The restaurant has a regular – has hours. Okay. I, want, I wasn't sure because I, I, I'd no. always seen the sign that said open 24-7. And I was nope. Like, that's just the shit. hostel. So you okay. can uh, – they like to cater a lot to uh, the people who will hike the Long Trail, the right. Appalachian Trail. So once they get in town, they can find a place there and crash and take – you know, get some sleep or – People who are just coming through and they want a cheap or easy place to sleep. Problem is, the door to the hostel is always locked. Yeah, you have to call make. You have to call ahead. Yeah, so if your phone dies, you're you're SOL. Shit, yeah, or just walk over to Hannaford's or uh, Walmart or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that's what. Yeah, whatever. Now in Vermont, Springs decided that he needed to make some changes, and the first he just he. Decided that they needed to have a name change. He wanted to restore the ancient 12 tribes of Israel and produce an army of 144,000 male virgins. Who doesn't want to do that? I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Not me. <laughs> It'd be female virgins. The bunny ranch. <laughs> no, dude. I'd rather have someone. Never mind. I was like, I'd rather have someone seasoned. I don't want to train anybody. I want somebody with some experience. No, like seriously, who wants to like, I never understood that whole aspect. Like, oh, this and that. I'm like, I'd rather have somebody that knows how to take care of me. Right. And I don't have to train anybody. Like, no, this is normal. I'm sorry right now. This sucks. I know. But trust me, it gets better. And then they got all like, yeah, I don't want my man. I'm like, no, fuck that, man. So I want one that knows a safe word. The 144,000 male virgins uh, were those who were going to prepare the way for Christ's second coming. With that, he renamed the group. (laughs) Don't mind me. 
Do your thing. Keep talking. It, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be Christ's second coming because the entire army never has. Hey-o! Hey, spit or swallow. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so with swallow. that, he renamed the group the 12 tribes. One from each tribe? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm asking. Like, I always was curious about the... There, there's well, 12, tri- 12 tribes. And, and I, I read some, I When it comes to the second coming, you bring one of each tribe, and no, there you go. It's actually... Uh, there was actually a, a number uh, from this. I actually watched a video, and this guy I'm sorry. divvied out the amount there was to be from the 12 tribes of, uh, what was it, um, Judea, I believe it was, mm-hmm. because that's the, the home of the Israelites. Yeah. And there was like, I don't know, it was supposed to be, a, I don't remember the exact numbers, but anyway, they were to equal 144,000. Okay. That's how the number came about. And these actually, they weren't to prepare for the coming of Christ because they were Jews. It was actually for those that were going to be um, ascend to heaven, I believe it was. Okay. Okay. And then the rest would, you know, if you were good, you were just going to, you know, be on earth, stay or whatever. Doesn't See, mean that you were, you know, going to get wiped out. Yeah, the last I heard about this, the what the the rendition of this I heard was that there was obviously the twelve tribes, and then when the se- uh, second coming of Jesus or whatever may have you, uh, a leader or someone of higher like level, I guess I don't really know the proper terminology here, but then we'll go into the woods or wherever Jesus was coming, and there'll be one of each of the 12 tribes that would go there and meet with them and tell them what's going on. Uh, I hate to say it, but catch them up to speed and everything that's been happening rather than that. So, no, I'm serious. Oh, like, man, it, Jesus, you missed a lot, but No, we- but, like, there would be obviously tribes all around the world or there'd be sects or groups all around the world, but then you would literally have one person from each that would come to meet him and – just as like a group, like kind of at like the Last Supper, there was all those people coming together True. and like figuring out how to uh, not repopulate, but how to bring the world to a, a higher level of peace and harmony. I think that's more of like a Seventh Day Adventist or Jehovah Beats the Witness. Shit out of me, <laughs> because I mean, well, the the Jewish faith didn't really didn't see. Jesus as the Messiah, the yeah, you know, he was just a he was just one of the group members. He yeah. was just part of it. Um, so to differentiate the twelve the twelve tribes from mainstream Christianity, he referred to Jesus as Yah Yeshua. Yeshua. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. He's from fucking Philadelphia all of a sudden. And, well, the reason why yeah, he sure. said Yashua was because I guess they're... Oh, Yashua. That's a, <laughs> yeah, a New Hampshire. No, it's a, <laughs> it's a variant of Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like Yahweh kind of thing. Because Can I get it out? Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yes. sure. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, buddy. You know how they say, you know, we kind of tend to go off the rails a lot. Yeah. You know, we try to, hey, you know. Technically, we're staying on the Jesus train here, okay? We're just, we are. It is the Jesus train. I yes. want to hear any of this shit about us going off the rails. Jesus. Going off the rails on a Jesus train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad this isn't video. Fuck. Okay. 
And scene. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so to, to differentiate the 12 tribes from mainstream Christianity, he re- would refer to Jesus as Yahshua. And there's a variant of Jesus, his Hebrew name. Because actually, for, according to the video, like I had said, that I watched, that I guess the J was actually never was invented or came about. The J was silent. Yeah. No. It I never, learned that there from was, watching there Indiana was no Jones. J. Right. Uh, Last, Last Crusade. Crusade. Yep. Yeah, because there was no Starts J. Starts with an I. Yes. Yeah. There was, there was no J yeah. at the time. Which blew my fucking mind because I always thought that the alphabet was the alphabet and, you know, that's it. No, that shit changes, man. Yeah. So, with that said, he insisted that all of his members take Hebrew names as well. He call, he would call himself uh, Yonek. Yonek? Y- Yo, Yonek. I, I, I'm about to spell this out for everyone. It's Y-O-N-E-Q. Sure. <laughs> Which was a play on his given name that translated to as tender shoot or sprig. Ah, okay. I Interesting. Get it now. I get it now. Um, the locate. So not only was the the location and the name change that came about, he also changed the teaching and the ideologies as well. He started to preach that blacks were disdained. Uh, or not disdained, but destined to be slaves, homosexuals, quote, deserve the death penalty. Whoa. Huh. And women weren't allowed to use birth control because they had to atone for Eve's original sin by giving birth without painkillers. But the whole thing with the uh, that's no, pretty... no birth control, that's fairly common for Christianity. And also a certain other... political party. Yeah. That leans right more than anything else. Mm. Moving on. He went even further by drafting rules and regulations for everything. And that included fingernail length to how married couples should engage in intercourse. Oh, shit. Is this between the sheets? Like, literally, like... That's Mormons where they have the magic underwear. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Actually... No, it's uh, uh, you're, I know where you're going with that with the the sheet thing. That's Hasidic Jews with the hole in it. Yeah, yeah, they have a sheet between them. They're just a hole. To huh. Well, he population station. It may have been something like that. <laughs> Can I get that on a t-shirt? Yes. <laughs> and on the back of it says the sheet with a hole in it with like a little bit of standage. Ooh. No, no, I'm not gonna wear the sheet, but it's okay. Yeah, fine. Fuck it. Fair anyway, enough. back to you. <laughs> a much larger portion of his teachings concern children and how they should be raised. He wrote a 236-page manuscript of rules. Manuscript, or did you mispronounce manifesto? No, manuscript. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the difference? I have no clue. See, there you go. They're all words in a book that but you it know, was, it's a only a handful of people will ever read. Uh, so he wrote to David Jones explaining this, um, and he said that, quote, if one is overly concerned about his son's Receive son receiving blue marks. You know that he th- he hates his son and hates the word of God. What's blue marks? Like blue balls, black and blues, black and blues. Uh, oh. So basically, if you don't, if you 
if you're concerned with your kid getting having black and blues, you don't like your kid, and you hate God. To be fair, though, who hasn't you know been uh, re-educated by an adult, either with tools or yelled yeah. at? I've been cupped in the back of the head a couple times. I had a teacher used to grab my fucking ear whenever I did anything wrong. Keep that in now mind. Now that motherfucker stretches. Hey, let's keep that in mind, and and we're gonna go. I'm gonna go into that <clears throat> re-education. All right, man. Okay. Oof. That's that's my. This is my hot button right here. Okay. This whole. Uh. So, like I said, if he's not okay with kids, his kid having black and blues. And that means he just basically hates his son, hates God, which... That's a little fucked. You know. Yeah, that is pretty fucked up. And also with regards to this, he was more male-centric by saying son, which, you know, which is basically what every, society was like before mm. the feminist movement. Very true. Um, when the kids are being punished with the, quote, rod of punishment... Yikes. <laughs> uh, sounds like a nice way of saying ass whooper. Um, they were to sh- not show – before I go into this, okay, I have to just say the reason why I'm going to talk about this is because it kind of goes on the lines of the punishment of the of the black and blues and how they would get them. And it, this is how he feels that – in this manifesto of of what we should do with our kids. Okay. okay. When they are punished with the rod of punishment, they should not show any emotion at all. They shall stand with their heads down and take the punishment quietly. That the the rod that I mentioned uh, is used by an adult. And it doesn't have to be the parents of the of the kid. It can be any member of the group. Hmm. Okay. The rod. What Sounds would you like think? Scientology. What would you think the rod is? Uh, I'm guessing probably a wooden stick. Maybe I don't know, two fingers in width or so. I would guess. I was gonna say like kind of like not like a kendo stick, but one of those walking canes type of dealies. No, it's because because you have to remember that you have that. Uh, you ever heard of that uh, that rule of thumb? Yeah, <laughs> finding where, a switch. Yeah, where you're not supposed yeah. to beat your wife with a stick any bigger around than your thumb. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, they, they what one of them was one of the sticks is wood, but it can also be plastic. Okay, Oof. that sucks. Yeah. Oof, I've been hit with a plastic rod like one of those PEX tubing, just fucking around with some buddies. Yeah, and those things are fucking. Hurt lockers. I, I, I got my ass paddled with a wooden spoon more than once, and that's not great either. Leather belt. Mm. Oh, yeah, that fuck was, that. That was always the go-to for me. Well, the the rod is kept uh, usually above the doorway, so, you know, that's where they can go to use it. Um, With that little bit of information, I have to step back a little and just say that this guy felt he was a good source of foretelling others how to raise his children. Well, they they raised their that. children, right? Uh, well, he never actually raised a child. Uh, he okay. had a child with his first wife, and then left them. Yeah, he definitely knows what he's talking mm-hmm. about raising kids. Then, yeah, totally. Yeah, 
When the, so when his son was young, he just boop, see ya. Never I've had people tell me how to raise my shit. kid, and it's like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so how, I mean, how would you like that if you know somebody told you that you know, hey, you have to beat your daughter when you know, and well, rule not, one, not feel bad about it. I don't listen to anybody because I do my <laughs> own fucking thing, and I don't have to find a group like this. Mm-hmm. However. Yeah, I'm not going to go down that road. But you have to remember, yeah. though, they've been... This was a different time, man. And it these was people mentally have, programmed. For lack of a better term, been completely fucking brainwashed. Well, so they're a, going is, to do whatever they're told. Yeah, this is not a different time because they still do this. Well... To this day. Well, there's other people that still do this, too, that aren't part mm-hmm. of this group and that are part of other religious groups or let yep. alone other, not even in part of religious groups. Yeah. You can find reports of child abuse all over the place. It sucks, but there was a douchebag in, what was it, this town that ended up killing a poor, uh, what was it, she, like two and a half, three? Not even. For, because she wouldn't stop crying and he wouldn't do anything to console mm. her and yep. his abuse went a little too hard and she ended up getting killed. Yep. So it's not just these people. Every, it's just a fucking piss poor way of how to handle children. Yes, it is. So I feel like if you're going to have kids, you need to fucking get educated by it. But hey. We'll talk about that a different way. You should be licensed to have children, I think, honestly. Or some, at least, some people should, at least. Or at least take a class in knowing how to handle situations. Yeah. But anyway, enough about that. Let's talk about this. So, let's get back to the rules. Yeah, let's, children. Fi- let's find out more rules he I felt, can violate. <laughs> he felt that kids basically should never have fun. They should never play with toys. Play games like hide-and-go-seek. Yeah, because you don't want to play hide and go seek. I lost my kid for 20 minutes, couldn't find her. And come to find out, she's hiding underneath the end table, just giggling like a little hyena. <laughs> yeah. And, or they shouldn't, shouldn't read uh, books that make inanimate objects more normal or come to life, such as giving uh, the sun a face. No Toy or, Story? Yeah, or the moon, you know, like the man in the moon, giving yep. them a face. <gasps> Making... <clears throat> A cow or horse, anything talk. This guy would have had a fucking heart attack if you'd ever seen Harry Potter, man. Or Toy Story? Ooh. Dude, Toy Story was a shit. Brave little toaster. Never seen it. Yeah, we're not talking about it. Uh, The children are also made to go to, quote, training sessions. Okay. Uh, At all times, the children uh, are watched or by someone and they call it being covered which means that you know that they're watched at all times by someone yeah man you you have to have an adult you don't want a little kid just being running around wandering doing crazy things yeah fair enough yeah that's why i don't go to the store with my three-year-old is left at home i don't know what she's gonna do (laughs) well uh, he said that the children should not. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I trying yeah. to bring a little bit of light to this dark time fucking bullshit. Uh, he said that the children may not converse amongst themselves unless the adult covering them gives them permission. Because if they do, it will mean that they will get foolish. That is true. <laughs> they're pl- I mean, they're kids. Mike, okay. What the fuck else are they supposed to do? Okay, no offense. I can kind of understand that because as of right now. I apparently have a helicopter, thrown my kid out of the helicopter. Uh, I hit a rock in my uh, in my horse carriage, and she also said that apparently I was stuck in the tree until she could get the ice ladder to get me out. 
This was all last week. She told me this. And I looked at it. I'm like, you have an amazing creativity. And then she tells my wife, daddy threw me out of a helicopter. And my wife looks at me. And she's like, what? Apparently, we have a helicopter now. <laughs> I've never been in a helicopter. I've never even been closer than, you know, 20 feet from one. My my three my soon-to-be three-year-old nephew is the greatest deer hunter that has ever lived. I believe it. <laughs> so, yeah, he man. shoots all the deer. I shoot deer. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's one of those things. Uncle Kevin, I, I shot deer. <laughs> it's and one he's of those, just, like, sitting in his chair. He's like, I shot deer. So, it's one of those things I can kind of understand that because a kid's creativity can get a little outlandish. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it would have been weirder if he was like, well, they can't let these kids talk because they'll, they'll figure out how to overthrow the uh, the adults. That way, yeah, yeah. That's probably the real, that's probably the real reason yeah. why. We have a children of the corn situation here, and we do not do that. <gasps> oh, I had a weird, like, flashback to watching uh, Phineas and Ferb and when Professor Dushmanschmertz, that's his name, uh, when he was a kid, he wasn't allowed to stay in the house, so he had to be outside and stand in the lawn as a garden gnome. <laughs> so that we could protect the uh the, the yard and his little neighbor friend was uh when they're at night they weren't allowed to talk because at night they were guarding the uh the garden <laughs> from rodents the fuck is i don't know man it's, it was a disney show and it's a fun show anyway <laughs> Phineas and Ferb, check it out highly recommend it <laughs> i would it's great anyway continue so he also felt that the the that the other part of teaching uh the kids was that they should be actually be homeschooled. She'd never, you know, just... Okay, that... I mean, Out of all the things is. we've talked about, homeschooling, I yeah. can kind of understand because I have a buddy who I work with. His kids are homeschooled and they're insanely intelligent. Yeah. I went to school with a kid up until sixth grade. Then he was homeschooled and now he's a high-level uh, fucking newspaper writer, author, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Journalist. And, journalist. There's a word. <laughs> Fuck Obviously, it. you weren't homeschooled. Fuck no, man. I would have been dumber. Or dumber dumber or est. So it's like sometimes homeschooling does work for this situation. I'm not sure because this is allowed to keep the hooks in. Yep. Obviously, but like for some people, you know, this is regular schooling doesn't work, so they homeschool them. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. So getting away from the children part. Yep. Um. Because it really, yeah, it's it's a t- it's a it's very, a touchy subject. Oh, it's a fucking such a touchy subject with me that you know, I, dude. Uh, Gigi Allen with the suicide thing when he was making jokes about that when yeah. we were talking about that last week. Those are topics that I don't like to joke around about, and I just wanted to touch on it briefly and move on to some other crazy stuff. So with that said, let's uh, take a little bit of a break. Hell yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll take a breather here. The Dark Windows Podcast is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by some of the world's greatest professors. You'll always have something fascinating to learn about on there. With categories ranging from history to travel and everything in between, there's something for everyone. The courses I'm personally looking forward to the most are the 36-part series on the Vikings and a 24-part series called The Agency, A History of the CIA. If you go over to ageofradio.org forward slash darkwindows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus free for 14 days. 
Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a variety of topics. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, folks. Yeah. Hope you like that. We had to take a quick breather. It was stuff was getting a little bit too deep, and even nonsensical humor was not going to help out. No, we had we had to have a event sesh. I think it would be the. <laughs> uh, the I think it was term. probably a good half hour of all of us just venting the pretty, bullshit uh, and getting close it out. To half an hour, yeah, yeah, because we needed to. Yep. So some of the some of the back into this. So with his teachings uh, of Sprague, he put forth that. He believed that all of the Christian church was apostate, which it, which, for some that don't know, uh, is a Greek word that oddly means runaway slaves. Hmm. Interesting. So basically he thinks that the church is out of line and they need to get yeah. their shit back together. And what they are getting at is that they have the left the standard Christian belief system behind – and that, that they view their own communities as explicitly non-Christian, in quotes. That's interesting because their basis was with the Christian religion. I know. Yeah. Like, because of the Bible study and everything. I, and I was now... just trying to wrap my brain around that myself. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't so make it's like, any sense, hey, dude. let's start here. Now we're going to go over to B. And, you know, B was working out well. B for Bible study. <laughs> and then all of a sudden go right fucking left turn to, you know, crazy town. Yeah, it does. A right turn, technically. Uh, yeah, they, they still kind of you know teach that, but I don't know. A little bit weird. This is, I don't I don't, I don't really understand it. Yeah, I, I don't think we ever will because uh, we're not in that life. No. So w- with that, you know, not believing that they're explicitly Christian, they have rejected the use of the names God and Jesus in favor of calling God the Father, okay. Abba. Okay. And the, the son. <laughs> yeah. Again, trying to add some light yeah. here to kind of get us uh, through this dark tunnel. I wish I could. I wish I could. Ah, damn, I know the songs too. My Dancing mom queen. Lives. She's a dancer. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> that, yeah, don't sing. <laughs> uh, and instead of calling, well, as we had said before, Jesus, they called him uh, Yahshua. And while interchanging the words, our father and uh, with our master. Oh. Uh, in our master with uh, for the former, in an ambiguous attempt to exalt their uh, leader, Gene Spriggs. So hmm. basically, saying instead of saying our father, he put in our master. That's still creepy. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's just adding a little bit more to that little bit of a brainwashings. Now this is the one part of, well, not really the one part, but one of the parts that is not so weird because. Other parts of the uh, Christian, Catholic, whatever belief system do this, uh, which is instead of worshiping on a Sunday, they worship on Saturday, yep. the Sabbath. Yep. Okay. They observe the Holy Testament fe- uh, feasts, practice organic farming, and make of make their own clothes, which, you know, that, well, is I, not, that's fine. There's a lot of people that we know that do that. Like, hell, I have a garden, you know, I'm... You know, I don't make my own clothes, but I could if I, I mean, actually cared. Well, the, the people like groups like the Mennonites, the Amish, yeah. uh, the Quakers. I know where you were going yep. when I said the Mennonites. Yeah, every time you say the word Mennonites, I automatically go there. <laughs> can, can we just explain that for me, please? Oh, jeez. Oh, he must be a Mennonite. Uh, Garnier, Garnier, I'm not a Mennonite. 
Oh. oh. <laughs> Probably a fucking Quaker. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so that's not, I mean, that's not a real oddballish because, you know, like I said, we have in this society, this yeah. world, people yeah. that, you know, like. It's pretty standard today. Yeah, that they do that. Like, you know, like I said, the. Uh, the Quakers, the Mennonites, the Amish, you know, they, they make their own clothes. I mean... They make the, really good fucking pies, too. I mean, hell, the Amish goes as far... go Have been doing this for a long time where they disregard uh, all electricity. Yep. Pretty much. But they will have a payphone but at the end of their fucking road. It's not on their property. I know. That's Don't the they do that Ramshackle thing, too, where they get to oh, go Ram, all fucking... Oh, Springer? Yeah, yeah, sure, that. They, where they get to go all fucking nuts and shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it turns into, like, fucking, you know, uh, Amish gone wild or whatever so, for a month, and then they're like, nah, well, I'm going home. It's one of those things, uh, my wife and I were talking about that brief little side story, and it's like, I'm the type of person that if I did that, like, we all know my past, and I've talked about it a handful of times. It's you like, ain't coming home. I ain't coming back. <laughs> like, I'll be that one that's like, yeah, you're blackballed. You might as well not come back. I'm like, but, no, do not come back, because... We saw yeah. what you did. I'm like, how? We don't even have technology here. And I'd like to take the take a second to apologize to all of our Amish listeners. Oh, okay, good. Wait They're good now. <laughs> <laughs> they could listen to this. Oh, dude, they, their fucking heads would explode. <laughs> Someone actually transfers all to paper and they read it. Oh, oh shit, dude. We should transcribe every episode for the Amish. And hey, just there you go. Have fun with that. Have fun with that. It's uh, on you. Might's you, fucking well. You're the producer. Might's fucking well. You know, it is what it is. Fuck. So sign my own death warrant there. I guess with that said, that is this week's episode, episode one of the Twelve Tribes. Next week we'll go into more of it with regards to stuff that happened, like encounters. Uh, Make and sure to buy a pair of waders because shit's gonna get deep. Yeah. Um, also, I just want to say that. If you kind of heard my tone change, I do apologize, but... Kid, you don't need to apologize. No, dude, yeah. you, there's no, you have nothing to apologize for. No. I, when, when it comes to children and abuse, I'm I'm very much against it, and I... As you should be. It is a hot-button topic for it, all three of us. Yeah, it is a very hot-button topic, especially for me, because mm-hmm. I had things happen in my past, and that... Uh, you know, it just sets me off when I hear shit like this happen. Um, if you, like, you know, we said with the last week's episode, and Kevin posted it, if you know something like this happening, don't be afraid to speak up. Yeah. I, w- I will find a, uh, a contact number and some information to put in the episode as well yeah. for, uh, uh, like, DCF and stuff like that, if, if you have anything. Child services, on. yeah, exactly. because... We, we talked about it before, and it's one of those things that we know it happens. We know that it's going on. And it's one thing for your kid to get grounded or a kid to get grounded for, you know, being stupid or whatever. Yeah. And by that, I mean it's like, oh, they didn't do their homework. One thing. However, there's a certain level that should never be crossed, and that is raising a hand in violence right. towards a child, towards – Pretty much anybody, like, you should just be smart about this. Like, use your words. Don't use your fists or your hands. And I mean, or, quote, unquote, implements of training. Yeah. As a certain douchebag said yeah. that we, not you, that <laughs> yes. from his book, from his manifesto. Yeah. And I mean, there, there, this might, this part might get cut out, but there is a thin line between 
punishment and abuse. Like there is yeah. all three of us when we were kids. I'm sure at some point in time, fucked up, did something bad, broke a window, whatever. Yeah, dude. Got, I got you. Get smacked in the ass. I got I got n- you know, nailed with a belt, but that's one thing. But you know, when it comes to like beating the shit out of it, you know, there's and we kind of talked verbal, about yeah, uh, physical, emotional. There's a wide range that you know of people that use these tactics because their kids aren't what they want them to be. And it's like, if you want them to be something different or you want them to be X, Y, Z, how about you use words Yeah. Mm-hmm. instead of just swinging for the fences for lack of a better term. And uh, like we were talking about in our little break, there's a couple of things that kind of set all of us off and that would be any kind of, you know, violence towards uh, kids and animals. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Because you, uh, kids, animals, and the elderly. Yeah, yeah, people who can't defend themselves, or individuals like like anyone that can't defend themselves. And if you have a, a anger anger issue, whatever, you know, and you have kids, or just stop, stop, take a breather, step back, think about what the fuck you're doing, and, and then then proceed. Yeah. Don't act in you know in haste. With that said, this is like I said, part one of of two. Um, we see how this guy went from going from just a Bible study and switching to basically a cult where he decided that, hey, you know. He started breathing and realizing his own bullshit. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and like. Art imitating life again. Exactly. G.G. Allen-esque. And, and, but, not, but not actually, you know, when he made rules up. Actually, maybe even going by said rules, or not even t- basically talking out of his ass. Yeah, man. When that's it comes what they all to do. kids, yeah. You know, no, it, it's not even necessarily that. It's do as I say, not as I do. A- exactly <laughs> the old saying. Yeah. You know. You know. Uh, oh fuck, dude! And the reason I'm rubbing my face is because I just realized that our poor listeners aren't going to catch a break for like three weeks before we're going to have something like not really fucking heavy coming up. <laughs> well, you know oh. what? Every once in a while, every other podcast does it. Sometimes you need yeah. to hit some seriousness and some heavy shit because but, honestly, you kind of always can't do the fun right. stuff. And we hit a lot of fun stuff. We got a lot of people that were critiquing us on yeah. not staying on point, not being serious enough. Well, here you go. Now you're getting your episodes. Yeah. Bear with us. We do have a palate cleanser coming in a few weeks from uh, Memorial Day. That one's going to be a fucking hoot. You yeah. guys are going to love it. So this is definitely one of those episodes, just like Gigi Allen, mm. this is one of those episodes where you want to have those earbuds or headphones. So yeah. go to Studio and check them out. Studio.com and check out their earbo- earbuds. Earbones. Not, ear- not earbones. Get their earbones. <laughs> they sell human earbones. <laughs> they do. Well, <laughs> yeah, if your regular ears aren't doing good enough, you add those implanted earbones and boom. <laughs> Bam. That's right. Get your earbuds or your headphones. Like I, we always say, they have different varieties of uh, earbuds from wired to wireless, mm-hmm. which Kevin owns a pair of the wireless. I've got the Neva, and they are kick ass. And we all are using right now. A pair of over-the-ear uh, headphones. We're using the Regents, the Regents, which are badass. And if you are looking more for noise canceling, they have those too for the headphones, and those are the Clark. <laughs> I always have to have you say that. <laughs> yeah, because I can hit those deep notes. <laughs> so get what you need. Yeah. Put that shit in the checkout. 
or in your basket. Go to at checkout, put the discount code of DarkWindows15 in, and get 15% off. Yeah. Because they love you. We love you. Yeah. they Yeah. That's Spe- true for all of us. Speaking of love you. Yeah. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to make this quick, man. Head on over to GameMV.net. Pick yourself out a hobby holder. Pick you out some other paint hobby supplies. If you don't want anything for you, you know, hook one up for a friend. If you know somebody else that's into it, definitely do it. If there's a kid that needs a hobby, you know, because he's got a dark times going on, painting miniatures, man, it's a fun thing. It's a good stress reliever. Hey, I know that from firsthand knowledge. Do you know some people that aren't crazy assholes that are, that are from Tennessee? Actually, yes. Yes, I do. So do I. Dicehead.com. You head on over there. You can pick yourself out some sweet game system, whether it be a board game, whether it be a card game, or if you know somebody that's into comics and comic-related geekery, nerdery, whatever it may be, you can grab it all right there. It's your one-stop shop for all that fun stuff. However, if you want to get rid of some miniatures and you want to pick up some new stuff that you see over there, like... Warhammer 40K, like Age of Sigmar, any of that fun stuff. At the bottom of the page, you have the Miniature Trade-In Program. Miniature Trade-In Program is a fabulous little thing where you can take your old miniatures, take pictures of them, send it to them via the email, and within two to three business days, maybe a little longer, maybe a little less, it's all dependent on how much you send them, they will get back to you with the best, legitimately the best price possible to put for store credit. So, and you can, you can, uh, you can actually find us on facebook at uh, dark windows podcast yeah man over on twitter which we are not real big with twitter we, we should just not even plug that shit yeah, anymore we Fuck twitter but uh but twitter and instagram where both uh both of our accounts there are dark windows pod um and you can also go over to ageofradio.org and uh you can check out the bazaar there they've got all kinds of neat stuff they've got uh on it barnes and noble on it uh Windows. Windows. Uh um, oh, Microsoft. Mic- yes, Microsoft, like, yes. They have Windows like Anderson Windows? <laughs> they do. Dude, oh, <laughs> Hell fuck. yeah. Um, and they also have a neat thing for the Great Courses Plus, which we, you're gonna, you've already heard the ad by now. Um, but if you go to ageofradio.org, you're going to find a bunch of other shows there. Um, Color Me Dead. Color Me Dead, who by the time you hear this will actually have released their 100th episode. Congratulations, ladies. Keep kicking ass. You can find Kevin's brother Ben's show, uh, Diamonds Diamonds and Roses, which is a Portland, Oregon-based baseball program. You can go check out uh, Michael Pritt, who does uh, True Crime Trucker, who is fucking awesome. I love his show. I like to think that he's when he's recording, he's literally just driving a truck and he's telling the story. <laughs> kind of like he's uh, recording it into a CB. <laughs> no, kind of like when uh, you know you're still wa- watching uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <sighs> like yes. when he's in like the opening scene and Jack is talking into the fucking telling his whole lifelong story. That's what I feel like he's doing. <laughs> and if you want to, ch- if you're not, get hit me up and let me know because yeah. we can make that happen. I'll and get if a you CB. go, if you go to each one of their uh, sites on Age of Radio, so you put in Age of Radio. Dot org slash blank. The, the page. Just go to us, and then you can find the Age of Radio main yeah. thing, and boom. Yeah, you, you like can you listen said, to all their first. episodes right on the webpage. Yep, absolutely. So with that being said, uh, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. No interruptions this week. Nope. No, Too we, dark. Don't, we don't need it. I think yeah. uh, we're probably going to be interruptionless for a couple of weeks on that part. Well, uh, yeah. Well, at least for this one, definitely. Oh, boy. And but, you know... One last thing, again, if you know anybody that is victim of abuse or you are experiencing abuse of yourself, please reach out. There are a multitude of different organizations out there to help you. And worst case scenario, you can always reach out to us and we can help talk your way through it. Definitely. Or if it is a situation where it is 
critical, very that you volatile. Need help, nine one one, they will fucking help you. That will be your most immediate talk source to, of help. Talk to someone, any you know, someone that's willing to listen. Just talk to them. Uh, and like I said, as an adult, take a step back, take a breather. You know, think about all your actions before you do. Mm-hmm. And that. Uh, that's uh, that's our episode for the week. We're we love you all. <laughs> I love you guys. Seriously. Love you. Kisses. Thank you so much for bearing with us. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye. Toodaloo.